the Info Arcade is a completely fan-produced show of the fan-controlled sports and entertainment network. The first ever open-source professional sports league controlled entirely by you, the fans. If you'd like to watch live, tune into our Twitch, YouTube, or social media channels every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Now, it's time for the Info Arcade with Jaden Stanley. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Info Arcade Show. Each and every Tuesday, right here on Band Controlled Sports and Entertainment, we run you through the sports and entertainment news you need to know about each and every week at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. And as always, I'm Jaden, a.k.a. N4K, joined by my incredible co-host, AJ Kinkaw and Frosty Liquid Air. What's up, boys? How we doing? Do do? Hello. Guys, you, uh, you ready to talk some sports? You ready to talk some entertainment today? Let's do it. It's yeah. five seconds in. My camera is already blurred. It's fantastic. How, how does I that thought it was just you. Every time. I don't know. I don't know. So I have a I have a Logitech Brio 4K webcam, but I look like I'm standard def like 180p. Like look at this. This is a mess. This is garbage. It'll it'll work itself out. Anyway, guys, welcome to the show. We've got a really fun show for you tonight. We're gonna be covering some NBA playoffs. Uh, we're gonna be First, some housekeeping real quick. We're actually going to be off the next two weeks right here. Uh, I'm moving uh, basically cross cross country. I got a new job on the East Coast. I live in the Midwest, so I'm moving. And that means like after tonight, I got to pack up all my crap and like load it and get it in a U-Haul. And then I'm moving uh, next week. So no show next week. And then the following week, I've got to build and set up the studio and then uh, and all that jazz. So make sure that you guys uh, do not show up here next week on Tuesday because we won't be here. Uh, but the, the second week of May, we'll be back. So that's what I got. I'm going to see if I can reset this. I don't know what the heck is going on with this. Um, so guys, 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 tell me, how's your week going? What's been up with you guys? Anything new? Uh. I, I got COVID this weekend, so I've oh. been in isolation for the last five oh, days. Gosh. That's terrible. Yeah, so so I've been doing that, and uh, I had a. I feel fine. Uh, for some reason, COVID hits me like real hard day one, day two and three. I, I feel like a, like a lot better. Like usually, it's just stuff nose at that point. And then day four, I'm back to 100%. But I test like I have COVID for like three weeks afterwards, and it sucks. Yeah. So I was yeah. like stuck in isolation during the FCF for like 12 days. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's brutal, man. That is brutal. Yeah, it, uh, then uh, I won, lost a contest today because of like botting. It's been a wild ride, man. It's been a wild week. Yeah, that uh, whole episode on Twitter has been fascinating to <laughs> figure out what the heck's going on. If you guys aren't aren't familiar, just go to AJ's uh, Twitter and you can just see this this craziness. It's it's insane. Yeah, it's... yeah. At King Call, Frosty. What about you, man? You guys, you did something big this week. You know, I did. Uh, wasn't gonna mention what the heck. You, you so gotta I... mention it. It's it's too yeah. big not to mention. So a uh, group of guys that I got together, we started a company a month ago looking to buy sports franchises. We actually bought our first professional sports franchise in the ABA. Uh, so go. our basketball team that we own will begin play in November. Uh, so I'm pretty pumped about it. The Hoosier State Instigators uh, got the logo and everything out. The social medias are out there. Just look for Hoosier State Instigators. We're going to play in Southern Indiana, the birthplace of basketball. Well, real basketball anyway. Uh, so yeah, we'll start in the American Basketball Association this fall. That's that's incredibly exciting, man. Who knows? Oh, Who nice. knows what that means? Maybe maybe one of these days that will make you, you know, get to a place where you have enough capital and enough clout, and you'll own an FCF team or a, a the hope. team, yeah. and then and then you know eventually you can buy the Washington Commanders because that's they're, right. They're, they're, they're they just got you know they just closed their sale, but you never know. Yeah, same pr same pretty cheap. We're almost there. You know, six, something like what, six billion, six billion, <laughs> six billion dollars, something like that. Yeah. Ours didn't cost nearly that, but maybe. I don't know what's worse. The fact that the Washington Commanders sold for $6 billion when they've had kind of a hit or miss record over the past several years, 
or the fact that the entire franchise of Star Wars was sold to Disney for four billion dollars. Yeah, I would have. I would have definitely taken the Disney deal. Were I buying the entire? Oh thing. yeah, like no. <laughs> anyway, well, congrats. Hey, Freddie's right though, congrats Ambassador. I love it. Yeah, oh, Ambassador uh, Frosty for Ambassador. Let's, let's make right. let's make everybody on the show an ambassador. That would be something. That's I, right. I'd I'm be, down. Be dope. We already Just got one. If you one get the three. If you, if you go to the Kingpins, all I'm going to be do is calling you out on botting your votes after that point. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a little fresh right now. It's a little fresh right now. It's, it's, That's it's you know, just said. Um, Freddie Airmail, Jay Spacely, uh, you guys are always joining us here in the chat, and you guys can actually join us live on the show again each and every week, 7 p.m. Uh, Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, and you can also catch our show as a podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. So make sure you do that. And Freddie Airmail was over here asking the real important questions. Uh, will I still be broadcasting from inside a closet in my new place? Yeah, so he just totally outed me. For for those of you that don't know the behind-the-scenes structure of this show, I am currently in my master bedroom closet. It is a, a massive closet. It could be a bedroom in itself. And basically, like my wife and I would only use half of it for clothes. And then the other half is my entire streaming setup. And it works out great. It's awesome. Um, it works. I don't know if it's going to happen in my new place, but who knows? Maybe maybe we'll we'll see. Um, we're kind of downsizing for a season and then we're going to buy a house. So, it's going to be it's going to be fun, but we're excited. Anyway, uh, yeah, man, I cannot wait to dive into the show. We've got some really fun news and a great debate almost to start off the show right away. So, Let's go ahead and kick this off with First Up. Let's go. And let's go with this topic, ladies and gentlemen. This news hit yesterday, and I've got to say, this is the tale of two, of two very, very talented players. Two very different results. And we're talking about Jalen Hurts versus Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson has been chasing the bag all year from the Ravens to no success, representing himself as his own agent, has not been able to land a contract yet. He's been seeking a very high-dollar deal. And then Jalen Hurts, yes, just yesterday, it was announced by the Eagles organization that he has signed the biggest contract in terms of average annual value in NFL history by extending his contract with the Eagles, signing a five-year, $255 million extension, of which $179 million is guaranteed money. Guys, let's talk about this. Is I mean, first, let's let's address Jalen Hurts and congratulate him. Huge success. Uh, he, he honestly is one of the most talented quarterbacks of the league. He rightfully is probably going to find himself back in the Super Bowl again this this coming year if they play like they did last year there's no doubt about that um but do we think that this is a knock against Lamar Jackson or do we think this is more just hey Jalen Hurts is getting his bag it's well deserved like what what are your thoughts on all this especially when comparing it to the likes of Lamar Jackson you know I don't I don't think it's a knock on Lamar Jackson I think it's well-earned money uh, by Hertz you know what I mean uh that's what we that's what the league does with quarterbacks right I think it does show kind of the mismanagement that's going on between Lamar and the Ravens right on the other side of it uh, I do though want to give a quick shout out while while I have a second the entire uh, all of the agents that the team that works for Jalen Hurts all women which I think is super cool. Um, yeah, they were they worked and got you know got their man the bag. I'm so happy about that. Did you I that was see really cool. the tweet yesterday yes. that they released? Yes. Okay, so if you don't know, Jalen Hurts like lead agent, like the the main one that covers um, his agency, she tweeted back in January. Anybody know where I can get a U-Haul? Basically, Brinks, a, a Brinks, Brinks, yeah, a Brinks moving truck, please. Anyone have a yeah. have a connection? And then, and everyone's like, wait, what? And, and then like yesterday she goes, yeah, never mind, We got it. We got it all sorted. Um, so, but yeah, going back to, I do think it resets the market for Lamar. I think he'll probably come in just above that and ultimately end up somewhere probably with the Ravens short term, um, kind of like an Aaron Rodgers type thing. But 
I think it probably resets the market for him. But I, honestly, I don't think it has anything to do with that. I think Jalen Hurts earned earned so his money and actually, rightfully got it. You think this improves uh, Jay, uh, the chance that Lamar gets a big contract? Uh, I think it. I think it should. Right. I think it gives Lamar a better sense and the Ravens a better sense of where the market is right now. Right. Like, you yeah. know how these quarterback deals typically work is whoever gets paid last gets paid the most. Um, I think the fully guaranteed contract of Watson, which was kind of that last outstanding big deal, uh, was unrealistic, unrealistically set a market that wasn't there. Uh, yeah. So I think this may this may help the two sides figure out uh, closer to where they should be. Yeah, I mean, uh, I've got to say that this is honestly going to be a huge tell in Lamar Jackson's future. Um, I agree with you. We talked about this last week. We think Deshaun Watson was just so overpaid, so overpaid. Um, and so to see someone on the same caliber, uh, like Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson, I think they're both very incredible players. I think they're top tier quarterbacks in this league. Uh, and I, I definitely think that there is definitely going to be um, something for Lamar to say, hey, look at this guy. And I know like he and I are on the same level, so you can't tell me that I'm not worth close to that, if not more. Uh, AJ, what are your thoughts on Jalen Hurts? I mean, I think the man deserves his bag. You know what I mean? Uh, he led his team to the Super Bowl. Like, he arguably could have won it. It was a great run for them. Like, give the man his props because the props are due. Like, as much as we can talk about Lamar Jackson and it's easy to do it, you know, you got to – Pay attention to what Hertz is doing and give him his own credit and credit due. Also, shout out info perfect comeback, two time Emmy nominated, sir. <laughs> you want to complain? Come complain at us after we lose, okay? Because then we can all get mad at yeah, ourselves. That's right. We'll say <laughs> Emmy nominated. Uh, yeah, I gotta still put that on my resume. Uh, anyway, continue what sure. I was saying. As far as Lamar Jackson goes. I don't think this is going to help him. Yes, it's going to set the market, but I think a lot of us already knew what the market was. A, a lot of teams need good quarterbacks, and Lamar Jackson is still arguably one of the best quarterbacks in the league. 100%. The issue here is the way he went about it, and I, I still think it's like a huge, like it's it's not like a, I don't want to say it's an issue, but I feel like the league is taking issue with the fact that he's been representing himself. I think that's something that we, we've talked about, but I, I feel like it doesn't really get enough attention. Uh, we've seen that the NFL is notorious for, if you don't play by our rules, you don't get the attention you want. Like, look at what happened to Colin Kaepernick. So I think this is, like, I know it's, you know, resident, you know, conspiracy theorists here, but... I really think that it's more along the lines of like, hey, you need to follow the rules. You need to do everything the way everyone else has done it for all these years. Mm -hmm. And if you want to change something, don't try to do it alone. Yeah. Like disrupting the NFL is something that is very difficult to do. And I think this is a, this is a perfect case situation where Lamar Jackson can fit on a number of teams, be an instant, instant boost in their offense. Like even my Falcons, like instant boost. But for some reason that none of us can quantifiably figure out, because on paper the man is top ten quarterback easily in the league. So I just don't get it. I I, I yeah. think this isn't gonna help the situation. I think we just gotta give Jalen Hurts his like you know credit where credits due, and that's it. We can't make the comparison between the two. Yeah, for sure. I agree. And and this is no knock against Jalen Hurts at all. No, no. Uh, Jalen Hurts deserved that bag. He deserved it for yes. sure. 100%. Um, you're, you're comparing him to the likes of Lamar, sure, because they're both top top tier caliber players. Uh, Patrick Mahomes would be up there as well, right? right? I think for Lamar, I think his story is really going to come down to right before the draft or just after the draft. After things have settled, we figure out where some of these rookie quarterbacks are going to land kind of what some of these teams do. And then it's going to open up some options too for some of these other teams that are looking for that story starting quarterback. Like there's a chance that teams outside of Baltimore could end up trying to give him an offer, uh, but only time will tell. But in the meantime, Jalen Hurts is now the top paid NFL quarterback of all time. Uh, and congratulations to him. And let's see mm -hmm. if that money and, you know, some of the moves that the Eagles organization is doing 
Let's see if that's going to help produce a Super Bowl championship yet again for Philadelphia. Uh, speaking of championship, we're going to move on to one of the hottest topics right now because it is in full effect. The NBA playoffs, we talked about the play-in last week. We talked about our predictions, what teams were going to make it through the play-in. Uh, some of us were like, like pretty spot on the money, and some of us like, like, hey, like we've got some surprise upsets that ended up sneaking in. Um, it, it happens. Um, that is why we play the beautiful game. That's why the play-in exists. Um, and so, yeah, we are excited to dive in. We are going to go ahead and take what we know of so far of what the record is currently with these. NBA playoff matchups, and then I just want us to have us predict the, the entire tournament right here. And the reason why is because we are going to be gone the next two weeks, so a lot of basketball is going to be happening before we come back on the show. So I just want to kind of dive in, starting with the Eastern Conference. Um, we've got the number one seeded Bucks taking on the Heat. Uh, the Heat are currently up in that series, which is kind of phenomenal. Like, hey, that's that is. I mean, Miami is showing their their pedigree, right? Giannis they are got a playoff hurt, team. Say what? Giannis got hurt, though. Giannis got he hurt. Did though. Giannis did get hurt? But again, it is a team sport. Uh, so you know, does Giannis have a chance of being healthy and being 100 percent in this playoff? Is he going to be done? Like well, we don't really know all the details yet. Uh, but let's talk about this game two tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Um, uh, Central Time. What do we see happening uh, for Milwaukee? Do we see them getting a dub at home? Yeah. Yes. I mean, I I still believe in this Bucks offense. They're number one in the East for a reason. It's not not something to scoff at. And, you know, Coach Budenholzer is one of the, arguably, if not the best coach in the Easter Conference. I, I, I genuinely think that the Bucks come back. I think it's going to be a seven-game series. Bucks favor over Heat. The Heat are great. I just don't think they're good enough to get past the Bucks. I, I think mm-hmm. if Gian, it, it really depends, and I'm going to say this right here, right now, it depends on if Giannis comes back. If he does it, you know, that's going to be a big factor. I think it's still going to be a close, close series, no matter. If Giannis doesn't return, it's going to be a seven-game series to the Heat. He does return, seven-game series to the Bucks. There's optimism that he could possibly play in game two. Uh, yeah. But um, they did an MRI on his lower back. It reportedly came came back clean, but he's still sore. The question is, if they go into game two, just give him a little bit more time to rest before game three or game four, uh, Is it, are the Bucks going to be able to pull off those wins to keep them alive in this series? Frosty, I'll turn it over to you. Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, realistically, they need to win one away game, right, and clean up at home. I think they can do that. I think they're too talented of a team not to do that, frankly. I like the Heat. I respect the Heat, but I think the Bucks got it. Yeah. Especially I, if Giannis comes back. I like the Bucks on this one as well. If if something else were to happen, like if Giannis were to come back and then aggravate his injury, I think that could be a devastating blow. But again, uh, I don't think it's enough to have them be eliminated in this first round. Maybe the second round of the playoffs, but I think the Bucks are going to advance over the Heat. Um, moving on to the next series, we got the Cavaliers and the Knicks. Uh, they are playing today uh, in about eight minutes is tip-off time. Um, they are going head-to-head. This is going to be a very competitive series. Knicks are ahead 1-0 in this series. Um, Cavaliers are playing at home. They have a, basically a fan vote of 64% saying that they're going to win tonight. Do you guys agree with the fans? That the Cavs are going to win? Yeah, I don't. You don't think the Cavs are winning? Okay. What? I don't think. I don't think they. I don't think they win tonight. I don't actually. Don't think they win the series. I think the Knicks are going to pull it out. I think it's going to oh, be the Eastern Conference. Okay. I just. I have a feeling what? the Knicks have been a surprise to me. To see where I, they are seated, to see how they've played this season, despite just some of the questionable moves that even started all the way back with the NBA draft last year. Um, and just some of the things that they've been doing as an organization to see them in a number five seed. Um, and win that first game, like that's definitely telling. Um, I think the series is going to go long. I think the Cavs pull off the dub today. I, it's hard to say if the Knicks go on, maybe the Knicks do. Um, I'm going to, yeah, I'll agree. I'll say Knicks do. I'll say Knicks do. AJ, you disagree. Why are you, why are you picking the Cavs over the Knicks? 
hard disagree. All right. Okay. As as much as like I I I, I don't I th- I'm not gonna even say that I don't want to say the Knicks because there's nothing in me that wants to say the Knicks. Right. Besides the fact that like you know I used to be a Knicks fan, and then I saw the entirety of this organization just collapse in on itself, and then hire arguably one of the worst playoff coaches in the NBA history in Tom Thibodeau. All right. I do not think the Knicks are going to get past this round. I think it's going to be a, if, if the Cavs win it tonight, I think they're going to just gentlemen sweep their way to the end because Donovan Mitchell is a monster of a human. I think he is the X factor in this series. If he has a good series and playoff Mitchell is, is very nice. He's, mm-hmm. he's very nice. Very nice. Yeah, very nice. If he comes out to play the way that I always see him do and expect him to, he's going to change it out, and I think the Knicks are going to go down. Uh, I, I really do. I don't think they have the star power in them to keep it going. Uh, mm-hmm. I just don't. Like, Julius Randle is their best player, and the guy chokes often in the playoffs. Yeah. Like, I just don't see it. I think Devin, like, I think Mitchell is going to be the the X factor. I think he's going to pull, pull it out. Yep. That's it. Um, I've got a shout out to Jay Spacely over in the chat. He says he believes that the Cavs don't get it done tonight. They are done. He says that the Knicks will pull it out. But he said it's totally on brand for the Knicks to go one and out. Just saying. Yeah. I, I agree with that. <laughs> I think the only franchise that matches them in that aptitude is the Cleveland Cavaliers, though, in the last 15 years. Since you're not wrong, right? You're not wrong. Yeah, I mean, like that's that's pretty close. It's it's close. Uh let's go. Go ahead. They make they make some they made some good moves. Like they they took Mitchell from the Knicks. And this is the thing that we don't even consider. Like Mitchell was supposed to go to the Knicks this offseason. He chose to go to the Cleveland Cavaliers. If he loses this round, that's gonna look so bad on his part. That's why I'm saying he's going to be the X factor that changes it up because he's not going to let the Cavs lose to the team he chose not to go to because that would just, you know, yeah, that would be bad. egg on yeah. his face, right? You know, yeah. totally, totally. Uh, next round, we've got the 76ers. They are currently leading over the Brooklyn Nets uh, yeah. after game two yesterday where they won 96 to 84. Um, they are about to play in Brooklyn. And so <laughs> I guess. Really, do we see the 76ers do a full sweep, or do we think the Nets are able to turn this around back at home? As much as I hate Philly teams, it's going to be a full sweep. I'm surprised the Nets are even in the the spot. Uh, I think they got here because they had Kevin Durant on their team for most of the year, and then once they trade him to the Suns, they should have given up. Uh, Mm. They don't have the team to move on. Uh, I think it's time for them to like start thinking of where their vacation is going to be. Hmm. Yeah, I thought last night was the backbreaker, right? They had that yeah. game in the bag and then choked it away. Yeah. Uh, I thought if they and, won last and night, they lose by double digits, they lose by 12 points, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I think that was the backbreaker. Yeah, um, we'll see what happens when they head back to Brooklyn. I think, I think what's happening with the 76ers, James Harden is playing out of his mind. There's been a there's been a flip of the switch in James Harden uh from earlier in the season he was being heavily criticized even by me i just like he's been kind of a average player but he's flipped that switch and he's in full playoff mode he is in the true essence of who james harden is which is a true competitor if you look back to his past and he has a history of being a competitor he has a history of being a huge threat for a team in the playoffs um and now he's showing that very much in this uh, three seed spot so i think james harden carries this on and moves forward uh, then we've got the number two seed, the Celtics taking on the number seven seed Hawks, who are playing right now. Yeah. Uh, do you um, want a score update, or you want me not to tell you? It's tied twenty three twenty two, isn't it? No, it's not. Oh, you want to know? I'll tell you. Sure. Yeah, give me give me the score. Celtics thirteen, Hawks twenty two. So the Hawks are handing the no. Celtics some points right now. I'm looking no, at no, it. No. It's twenty two twenty two. I'm watching. Oh, the game. you're right. So they yeah. you're right. I, I refreshed it. So yeah. they are now tied. They were up. 22 13. Uh, yeah. four in four minutes, like, they've given up that lead. In look, four minutes, look. they've given up that lead. I just want yeah. to say, I was the only one that said Atlanta was going to win that game last you week. Were, yes. You were, yeah, you were, you were. They sure they did. Were, yeah. Props to Frosty. 
That true. being said, not even the fan believed. At that no, that's point. right. That being They're said, being Celtics lit. are going to move on pretty easily. I think. Ooh, like, I don't think so. I don't really? think it's going to be easily. I think they're going to move on, but I don't think right. it's going to be easily. <laughs> I think it's going to go long. I think it's going to go at least six. I think it's going to go. I think it's going to go long. Uh, yeah, I think, but I think five. Yeah. You think five four and out? One. Okay. Four to one. Yeah. Four to one. Okay. Well, the question is, do Hawks do the Hawks win tonight or do they win in their first game back at home? That's the real question. But, I mean, this is anybody's game. It's still early. The first quarter is almost over. Um Time. Dude, I want the underdogs to win. I'd love to see the Hawks. Um, but they're they're gonna take on the 76ers. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they be I don't think they beat the 76ers. See, okay. Uh, yes, sure. I understand that thinking, but the same thought was thought a few years back, and they beat the 76ers. So mm-hmm. uh I'm gonna be real. I don't think it's that easy to say. I think the only reason why I'm not counting the Hawks out right now is because I look at this Celtics roster and I'm like, dang, this is a great roster. Like, yeah, you got Celtics are good, Dude, their back squad is great. You got Malcolm Brogdon, Jalen Brown, Blake Griffin, even though he's hurt, Danilo Gallinari, former Hawk, great, like, three-pointer power forward. You got Al Horford, another former Hawk, great center coming in. Mike Muscala, another former Hawk. So it's yeah. just fun to see... All these players, you got Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, obviously great players, starters. But like this Celtic squad is legitimately a great squad. The thing that they're dealing with right now is injuries. Mm. Danilo Gallinari, legitimate potential starter on any team, not playing, hurt. Blake Griffin, not playing, hurt. Mike Muscala, hurt. All these other players, hurt. Their backups aren't at top form. The question is, is Al Horford, Marcus Smart, and Jason Tatum enough? Exactly. Yeah, that's and 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 normally I would say yes, but this is the playoffs. This isn't. They might be able to edge by the Hawks, but can they edge by the 76ers? A healthy, exactly. I don't think. 76ers. I don't think that's going to be tough. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think they either get past of the these teams beat the 76ers, but between the two, I think the Hawks have a better shot if I they agree. are if they are competitive if they're able to continue to ball out like they were in the play-in games um but they've got to get past these celtics and the celtics obviously they were down i'm gonna break it down like this the way i look at these teams the hawks are like a three-point shooting fast young athletic squad they're not built to battle down in the paint Mm -hmm. now a team like the celtics are good to match up against them because they got a lot of great wings that can easily that are very athletic that can fly in the paint and the Hawks don't have a big that can stop them from scoring. He's fair. This is going to be a great matchup. I think it's going to go to the end. The yeah. 76ers, however, are a better matchup for the Celtics because they have one of the best bigs in the league in Joel Embiid that can stop all the paint rushers as well as. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I'm just saying the yeah. Hawks can beat the 76ers because they have the three-point squad that's not ba- like bogging down. I, the I don't paint, think it I'm gonna, matters I'm gonna, who wins I'm Celtics or Hawks. I think they're both either one's going to lose the 76ers in the next round. Still that's what it comes so. down to. That's my next round pick for for that matchup. Whoever wins out of this series is going to lose the 76ers. Let's let's move on to the West, right? Yeah, we can move. We can move on, or we can just finish the East real quick and then move the West. You want to finish the What's East left and in figure the out East. who our finalists is? Oh, so, you want to go back go, around? Oh, yeah, we're going back. We're going uh, back okay. to the top. So, so Bucks, uh, Bucks would take on the Knicks if we're going by our votes here. We have two Knicks Oh, we're votes. going based on votes? Okay. <laughs> so we have two so Knicks votes. Bucks. Oh, yeah. Bucks. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think Bucks. Bucks will beat yeah. either team again. It's one of those scenarios. I think the Bucks advance. So we've yeah, got Bucks, Bucks 76ers. Uh, who are we picking to win the Eastern Conference Finals? That's a tough one, man. Wait, wait. So then, what are we saying? You think 76ers are going to be? It's going to be 76ers Bucks. I think it's 76ers uh, Bucks for the championship. Yeah. I mean, so at that point, it's going to go Bucks. Really? Yeah. I don't think the yeah, 76ers have it in them to beat the Bucks. Okay. Especially if Giannis is healthy, Bucks. It's all dependent on Giannis, it's, baby. It's all on the Greek man, the Greek god himself. 
Yeah, um, if he comes back, I think I think you're right. If he comes back, it's probably the Bucks. Yeah. It's a wrap, okay. yeah. So that's who we got for the East. Let's move on to the West. Okay, so starting with the number one seed, the Denver Nuggets. Taking on the Timberwolves, number eight, dude. They upset my thunder. I thought the thunder were going to pull it out, and then they just like they just did not show up against the Timberwolves at all. Uh, it was a sad day. Um, hey, it. but they 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 played. Mm-hmm. I was super proud of how they played, and I think they're going to be a force in the next year or two. Um, but tough run. Say, I don't think the Thunder would have made it past the Nuggets. I don't think the Timberwolves make it past the Nuggets. The Nuggets are moving on. I think so too. Yeah, you can't beat the Joker. Now, this is my favorite. This is my favorite series in the entire playoffs right now. Because as a Thunder fan, I love a good Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook action. And we've got it right here. First round of playoffs. The Phoenix Suns with their new champion, Kevin Durant, taking on Russell and the Clippers. Doesn't matter that he was three for 19 from the field the other night. He still pulled out the dub against the Suns. The Clippers are playing some crazy basketball. Kawhi is playing out of his mind, dropping some points. Uh, I'm glad he's back, man. Russ is playing some defense, man. Like, honestly, I like the Clips here. I want the Clips to win, but can they defeat Booker and Durant? That's the question. Right now, they've got a one-game lead. Who are you guys taking? I want to know. It's hard to go against the Suns because it's always Suns in five, right? (laughs) Yeah, dude. It's usually Suns in four, but then it's Suns in five. Then it goes to Suns in six. I think Uh, at this point it has to be six, honestly, because they've already given up one game at home. I just don't – I don't understand, like, how – like, it's literally Kawhi Leonard just carrying this team again. He's doing what he did in Toronto a second time. Yeah, but at the same time – Russ, while he's not putting points on the board, is playing the exact kind of defense he needs. This, uh, whenever he was lined up against Kevin Durant and Booker the only night, he only allowed six points. That's now, when he was playing defense on that's them, a nut, only allowed that's a nutty six statistic. Points for some reason, he puts his game face on when he's going up against those two. Um, and so man, like, say what you want about him, he's not hitting shots, but he's getting boards. He's getting assists. He's playing he's defense. Doing, he's doing that old man YMCA basketball. Yeah. He's just blocking you up. <laughs> he's, he's Adam Sandler at the Y right now. That's yeah, what he he's is. doing. He is. Uh, I, think, uh, I think Clippers are going to take this. Um, that's that's I just, just me. I just don't think game one's formula is sustainable for four. It was, yeah. it was a close game. So yeah. they play tonight. It's a late game, but it's going to be one we have to tune into because I think it's going to be yeah. telling – so you guys are both saying Suns? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to say Clippers, but I'm outvoted. Suns will move on. Uh, next matchup, the battle for Northern California itself. Yeah. Sacramento is now Whoa. up after yesterday. Two, two games to zero over the Warriors. That. I would not have predicted, but DeMontis Sabonis – it's this former team, pacer former dude, pacer oh a former thunder player um the kings are playing so well um it's 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 exciting to watch uh them take on these giants that are the warriors these guys who have a massive uh playoff and championship pedigree um and and the fact is this like yes the kings have been playing at home but it's not really a sacrifice for the Warriors because they're still sleeping in their own beds every night. Yeah, it's just across. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not that far. So like, like what a two hour plane a, ride. Yeah, oh. a, a skip and a hop basically over um, over to Sacramento for the Warriors. They're down 2-0. Do we think the Warriors can make a comeback? Is the question. Who advances out of this round? AJ, what you got? I don't know, man. It's hard to count out. Golden State, because they yeah. are the reigning champs. And the question, question, does <sighs> does Draymond Green get suspensions? Does he get a suspension here? No, there's no way he's going to get one. For his actions in game doubt two. It. I doubt it. You don't think like so? Some reason, you think he just gets a for slap some, He should. He should. He should. But Adam Silver loves Golden State. He's not going to like oh, put wrong. anything in his face. He's not gonna put 
Yeah, there's no way. If anything, he's gonna like find him after the, like the playoffs is over and like, oh, we went back and looked a little too late. Uh, yeah, I'm with Freddie here. I think the ejections can be considered enough. Uh, anything more is gonna be like too severe because it's gonna impact the playoffs. Yeah, I don't think anything's yep. gonna happen with Sabonis either. Yeah, I'm I'm with Freddie on this one. Um, Fair enough. All right, so who you got? You think Golden State's gonna pull it out? Nah, yeah. Okay, yes. one go vote Golden Seven State. game series. Golden I'm State's going Kings. Out. I think the Kings steamroll their way through this. I think they are literally the dream team, the team that nobody expected at the beginning of the season to be where they are. Um, I think I think they got a shot, man, and I'm pushing them through. Frosty, you are the decider here. Who wins, Kings or Warriors? Going out on a limb here. King Kings are gonna lose. Oh my gosh! No way. And okay. six. We're gonna get I, it right now. I highly disagree. Warriors. Highly disagree. Uh, but that's not the way this game works. So the Warriors advance. Uh, then we got the number two Grizzlies in Memphis taking on the Lakers. Lakers lead the series one to zero. They play tomorrow night at six thirty Central Time. Uh, eight. So it's four thirty on the uh, West Coast. Wow, that's early because they're playing in Memphis, right? Yep. Dang. I mean, Memphis has literally been all over the headlines for all the wrong reasons this season, but they're still number two seed in, in the West. Uh, can Memphis basically bury the hatchet, take all the negative press and use it as fuel for the fire to come back and beat the Lakers? Or is LeBron going to be LeBron? And is the King going for yet another crown? That's the question. Uh, Frosty, you're first this time. I can't bet against LeBron James. Can't bet against series. him. Yeah, just like just like the playing games, I can't bet against LeBron James in this series. I'm gonna. I think Lakers pulled out. I think it's gonna be tough, but I think they win it. AJ, same thing. I'm gonna say Memphis, but I'm gonna say this: to keep the goat debate alive, LeBron has to beat Memphis and move on. Oh, Otherwise, yeah, sure. he loses. To me, he he loses all credit of being like goat. So. Yeah, I, don't, I, uh, I still don't think he's the goat, but I think the Lakers are gonna pull this out. I really do. I don't know that they have the caliber or the capability to to win uh, the entire thing to make a run. Um, but I think the Lakers do beat the Grizzlies. I think the Grizzlies just they've got some stuff to work on. Um, so let's run it back through the West. Now we've got the Lakers taking on the Warriors, a classic California clash. Right here, um, two champion pedigree teams. Who wins? This to me is probably the toughest match. If to me, if it's the Kings Lakers, I want the Kings all the way. I think they got it. But if you're saying the Warriors Lakers, it's anybody's game in my opinion. I actually think the Kings are a better matchup against the Lakers compared to the Warriors. I can see that. Um. I think they're too dy- too dynamic. They're a young team. They're they're too unpredictable, and the Kings have that to their advantage. The Warriors and the Lakers—they're the same teams that they've been. You know, they've got Clay, they got yep. Dre, and they got Steph, and then you got AD, and you got LeBron. Like you know, take your pick. So, um, and then it's gonna be the same thing as usual. Golden State's gonna win. Move on. I I see Golden State winning that for sure. Yeah, yeah. Golden State. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, I think so, too. All right, and who are they going to be playing? We've got either the Nuggets or you guys said the Suns, right? Yeah. Nuggets or the Suns? Oof. Uh, I'm I'm going Suns. I think the Suns Suns win that matchup. Yeah. It's Phoenix's year, huh? I think so. So Until, uh, Until we talk about the next round, then I'll reconsider. Man, I don't want to pick between these. I'm going to say Nuggets, I think. Nuggets? Yeah, I, I feel like they, they have this issue with getting past this round, the second round of the playoffs. They never get past the second round. I think this is their year. I do. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to look at both these teams, right? From the top down, they both have been making crazy moves. When you looked at last offseason leading up to this season, the Nuggets was one of those teams you're like, what is going to happen? Because they're literally yeah. blowing up. They're going to have a rebuilding year. 
but then they, they are number one seed. They're yeah. apparently they know what they're doing there in Denver. Uh, Suns, same thing. They've been chasing a championship for a while, but didn't have the ammunition in the belt to make it happen. And then they sign Kevin Durant to join the likes of Devin Booker. Man. And Chris Paul, man. You keep forgetting yeah, Chris Paul. Dude, I, you know, you're 100% right. Chris Paul is a legend. He is a future Hall of Famer. He is, again, a champion from his pedigree. I he was instrumental in their last run. I think the yeah. Suns take it, to be honest. I think it's close, but I think the Suns beat the Nugs. I really do. Okay. I think there's way too much experience there, and they could carry a young, very, very talented Devin Booker. Uh, unless it's the Clippers. If the Clippers advance, I I don't know. I think the Nugs maybe pull that game, to be honest. But I think the Suns advance. That's me. All right, so that means the Suns move on. So the Suns, Suns. are taking on the Warriors. Oh, Warriors. KD taking on his former team. Warriors. In the West. Warriors. Warriors. Frosty. Warriors. You know, I'm going all in. Phoenix. Phoenix. I'm, I'm going all in on, on Phoenix. I'm going all It makes no sense. The Warriors should win that matchup. But I got a feeling. I got the Suns going all the way to the finals. And we'll see what I say next. See, I don't even think the Warriors are there. I think it's the Kings, and I think they go all the way, and I think they're in the championship, to be perfectly honest. But if it's not, I think the Suns are going to go. So I'm putting wow. Suns. Wow. Wow. Suns-Bucks final is what you guys – Yeah, dude. I think yep. that's – Dude, KD versus Giannis in the final? That sounds like – That sounds uh, a like – blowout. Heaven. That sounds boring. That sounds like – you think the Bucks are gonna win it? Yeah, no. I feel like it's gonna be a sweep no, of the Bucks. Be way closer than you think. No, I don't. I don't think You're so. You're saying I Bucks think... in four? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hundred percent. I because like every time, maybe, maybe I'm just imagining this, but from my recollection, every time that Giannis and KD have met up, Giannis has destroyed KD. Like. Yeah. It's just there's something on it. Like when those two match up, especially the defense on KD is staggering. The only okay. person that they got to worry about at that point is Devin Booker. So, so what about the Warriors Bucks? If that was the I matchup, think, you you still think it's a blowout? I don't know. At that point, I think oh. it's gonna be a like six game, seven game series. But I think that goes Bucks still. I think Bucks are gonna win it either way. You think Bucks are taking it home again, no matter what? Yep. Especially if that's who they're the those are the two they're going up against. Yeah. Yeah, I think realistically, Denver's the only team out of the West that give the Bucks a run. Hundred um, percent. Yep. Yep. Joker's got Yannick. Uh. His number, he just does. I yeah, and I would pay. I would pay to see that finals. Honestly, it'd be so entertaining to watch those two teams take on. Yeah, they. I think those yeah. two teams match up almost perfectly for each other. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Honestly, if if I'm being honest, I I do think the Bucks are probably gonna win. If I'm being honest, I I would love to see a team in the West win. I'd love to see the Kings win because they're a really exciting story. Um. Bracket but, was ruined when the Celtics were eliminated. You're wrong, man. The Celtics are going to get eliminated first round. <laughs> bye bye. All right. Well, that's uh, that is our official playoff predictions as a collective. Some disagreements along the way, but we managed to make it work. The Bucks, you heard it here first, are uh, on the on this channel. Uh, are are going to take it? They're going to take. Don't even bother watching. We already got it. Yeah, we already got it. We already tune spoiled in, it. Tune yeah. in. <laughs> And uh, you can you could put money on that. Actually, don't because I don't, don't I, do that. I don't, don't Not do financial that. advice. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> hey, real quick, Jim. If you are floating around and available, who do you got? Who? Just curious. Not necessarily with our bracket, but who do you got winning the finals? I just I really want to give you an answer, but I feel like it's uh, it's not gonna work. <laughs> What's not, not gonna work? work? Just give me an answer. Who wins the NBA Finals? Who's your who's your pick? Uh, 
There's like four possibilities. Okay. I'm not giving it. I'm not giving it. <laughs> he's going to come back and haunt me later on. Do you remember that last time we I'm asked you we were it. wrong? Nope. He's so no. superstitious. I love it. I love I it. I love it, too. I love no. it. <laughs> well, everyone, the man on the ones up to is Jim. Everybody give a round of applause for Jim. Thank you, sir. Mm -hmm. Um. All right. Let's move on uh, to our entertainment news for the night. Um, we, we've got some really interesting topics to cover here. Uh, the first one is something that I did not see coming, but we've, we've, we've talked about this franchise a lot the past couple months, and we're talking about them quite a bit tonight. Um, Harry Potter it has been announced that they are working on a full series reboot they are recasting. They're not doing movies. They're going to do a HBO Max series where it's going to be basically heavily, heavily focused on like each book in detail, and each season will represent one novel. Um, so it's a pretty cool approach. Um, but guys, I want to get your take. Is this the right move by Warner Brothers here to reboot this franchise on HBO, or do you think they should just leave it alone? Um how how do you guys feel about this? Too soon. <laughs> Too soon? Too soon, man. Like everything that they've been rebooting lately, like look at it. It's either been in the 90s or the 80s. And it's like, okay, fine. Even the 90s have been pushing it, but I'll allow it, you know. I'll allow it. Mario Brothers, for example, Ninja Turtles, all these like 90 Ghostbusters, all been getting reboots. Fine. Yeah. It's cool. But now you're pushing into the 2000s and the 2010s. It is and that's when it's getting a little too close. Mm -hmm. Like, just a little too close. Now, like, and the real question is, what is the purpose of rebooting it? Is it just money? Is it that HBO is trying to create more original series to compete with the likes of Apple TV and Disney Plus? Uh, or is it that they're trying to clean up the name of JKR and just kind of all the controversy that's there? Is that part of the reason why it's there? Like, I, I don't really understand the purpose of this. And they haven't really cited one other than, hey, we're doing it. So, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's definitely a subscriptions thing in my mind, right? They want people to subscribe to Max um, yeah. for, you know, for business purposes. Uh, screw J.K. Rowling, um, no matter what they do with this. But, um, yeah, I agree. It's it's really It feels like it's really soon, right? Like the first movie came out, I think, 2001, 2002. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's it's been a little bit for the first movie. But yeah, the last ones came out 2007, 2009. We just did this. These other ones that flopped. I, like I like, like 13-year-old me would have loved this had they done this originally rather than doing the movies because I do think, you know, mm -hmm. books are adapted more for TV than they are movies. Uh, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't, and those, those movies are movie. good. Yeah, and those 2010 movies were was the good. last movie. Yeah. If I'm looking at this, I mean, really, they've got Game of Thrones, House of Dragon, Last of Us. Those are like the big three over there. Yeah. On then HBO. They, have all, they have all the like DC superheroes now. So, like, they yeah, but they're not like... doing anything in terms of streaming series. So, like, if you're going to talk about doing a series, well, they are. They are soon. You know, you got well, yeah, the they're doing the Green Lantern one. Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know that they got know the they're, peacemaker they're, they're, coming. They're doing what was that? The James. Why did you laugh at DCU? Green Lantern? It's not like Ryan Reynolds Lantern. in that suit. Yeah. Um, well, okay. I love how everyone gives that movie so much crap. It's a good movie. Okay. You guys can say it's bad. I forgot. I forgot. Uh, Euphoria. When did it come out? Come on. That's pretty prestigious on there. Euphoria is pretty good. Yeah. Um. So I mean, yeah. They got the Velma Ses series Ses now. You got you got Sesame Street. You, you got Sesame Street. That's great. actually that's Apple TV. It's split rights. It's on both. Oh uh, dang! Uh, fun fact. Just uh, wait for Ted Lasso to be split rights soon. You know? No, God, no. I mean, honestly, <laughs> this is the last season. Uh, is what they may be getting that. AEW soon too. There's right. talks about that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think. Uh, I I think it's too soon. That's what I yeah, think. I'm gonna watch it though. Yeah, aren't we? All? It's too soon. I'm still gonna watch it. Still gonna yeah. watch it, and we're gonna it's... be very critical HBO. Super critical. We're messing with our childhood here. All right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Harry Potter, another big news item from Harry Potter just came out this week, and I actually am really excited about this. So everyone who played Hogwarts Legacy 
like pretty early on in the game, you find out that there is no Quidditch representation. They make up some bogus story of why Quidditch is not included. And a lot of fans were dumbfounded with, why are they not including this? It's a massive part of Hogwarts. It's a massive part of this. Well, apparently, Porky Games has a studio that is working on a standalone Quidditch game. It was announced Uh yesterday called Quidditch Champions. Playtesting begins this weekend. You can actually sign up to uh, try to get approved or accepted into the closed playtest beta this weekend. Um, I used to play the old GameCube and PlayStation 2 Quidditch Quidditch World Cup Championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So much fun. So whenever they announced this, I I was really ecstatic to see them take on a modern take or a newer take. Uh, of this um, to compete with the likes of Rocket League and a lot of other competitive games in this space. Um, do you guys think this was uh, like just the right move to hold off to make it its own standalone game rather than be a mini game in Legacy? Do you think that was the right move? Eh, I don't. I, I genuinely don't think it was the right move. I think it could have been a DLC and it could have had the same effect. Um, mm. I think this is just them attempting to get more money. And hey, it is what it is. It's business. Yeah. There was um, a couple of years ago, there was actually an independent studio that made a Quidditch game that you could play I remember online. they couldn't call it Quidditch. It was they basically it something else, Quidditch rules. But it was Quidditch. Yeah. yeah. It even looked like a Quidditch arena. It blew up. It was massively yeah, popular. It was, they ended it was up getting Steam, shut down. Right? It was only on PC. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it was super. They shut I that think game down. They get sued. They did. Yeah. They got, they oh. took it off Steam. I know because I bought it. Um, but like, but two things, one Quidditch rules don't really make a ton of sense. If you like break them down, like the scoring no. makes no sense. Um, it, but like, two, you like, need to find the seeker and that's it. Or like get the switch yeah, yeah. or whatever. And that's it. Or but, like, score, but also like your opponent's team by 160 points. <laughs> but also I could see it being a huge, like huge community, like online game success. So I think, I think it's yeah. gonna be great. I can't well, wait to play Quidditch with my friends. It's going to be a blast. Yeah, I'm really hoping I get a pl- into the playtest. Um, Me too. I, I signed up yesterday. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm in the Discord. I signed up for the playtest. Um, you can do it too, guys. If you're watching, you're interested. Um, you guys can go sign up for the playtest and cross your fingers and hope you get in. There's but so, again because we want to get in. IGN so. is supposedly reporting that uh, the playtest is going to start as early as the 21st, but it does not have a set end date. So, I mean, it could be one of those long long running play play test. And currently if you're inside of their uh, discord, they have, they've already got 5,000 members plus in this, in this discord that opened yesterday. Woof. So there's a lot of people trying to, trying to get in here. Oh, Hey, Frosty just said hi to me in the discord. <laughs> Look at that. Um, so of all things, so yeah, go check it out. I, I'm excited for it. I hope I get to be in the playtest. I actually reached out to their devs to see if after the playtest comes out, if they'd be willing to come on the show and do a quick like Q and A review. Uh, so hopefully they'll they'll do that. Uh, that would be awesome to pull them in on the show. Uh, so cross our fingers there. All right, last uh, entertainment topic of the night, and then we're gonna go to our boss battle. <sighs> Question is, guys, are you staying up late? to watch the Mandalorian season three finale. Um, again, we're not going to talk any spoilers here, so we're, we don't need to talk about what, everything that's happened one through seven. I will say personally, I feel like this has been a little bit of a slower season. Uh, it's definitely world building. They're building up something beyond what the season has. Um, but we did get an amazing episode seven leading into this finale episode, which is slated to be 38 minutes long um, and released tonight. Uh, so really the, the question here is, are we expecting good things from this finale? Are we expecting any crazy twists? Like what, what are like your final predictions without like giving away, uh, story details? What can you say about this show? Is it something you're looking forward to? Do you think it's going to match the rest of the season to be kind of mid tier? Or do you guys think it's going to blow it out of the park and completely change our mind about season three? I have no idea. I'm going to watch it all Saturday and Sunday. You're going to binge it. All of it. The whole thing this weekend. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think you're going to enjoy it. I mean, if you... All right. There, There is a lot of good stuff there to enjoy. Um, But it's definitely world building. It feels a lot like Andor in that sense. AJ, okay. what do you think? 
Uh, it's been a mid-season, and I think it's going to be a mid-ending. Oh, That's bummer. how I'm going to put it. Oh, okay. Like, I liked, I liked Mando all the other seasons, and they, like, really got my attention. Mm-hmm. But as, like, I come in as, like, I, I didn't grow up watching mm-hmm. Star Wars. I only started watching it when I started touring. Mm-hmm. Like, so lightsabers are cool, but, like, I feel like yeah. Knights of the Old Republic is something that needs to get focused on and hasn't. So I'm just kind of bummed out. Well, but I mean, it's coming. It's, it's coming. coming. It's coming. It's, it's coming happen. too late. All right. This stuff is boring. So? Andor is boring. This season of Mando is boring. Like, it did keep my attention. I'm too yeah. ADD for this so, stuff. You got to keep my... I don't know if we brought this up last week, but uh, there was an interview. I think I saw this after the show last week. Um, you know, We talked about this on the show, but there is a new movie that's supposed to tie in the Ahsoka series that was announced and Mandalorian mm-hmm. and that that Dave Filoni, John Favreau universe. Uh, yep. Kathleen Kennedy went on to say that that is seven years out. That oh they have gosh. seven years still left of Mando and or Ahsoka and our other series in this era that are going to lead up to that movie, which to me is just wild, bro. Seven um, years uh, is a long time. That's as long as Harry Potter went to school plus some because he dropped out, you know. True, true. He didn't even get his GED. Spo- spoilers. I wonder if there is a wizardry GED. That's, <laughs> the wiz- <laughs> that's, that's pretty, pretty funny. Oh, that's pretty man. funny. Yeah, they just Popsicle like... cool Willie. This is a show about sports and entertainment and such. Yeah, we talk about video games, streaming, sports news, all that fun stuff. So, came to the right place. Welcome. Hope you're having a good one. Thanks for popping by the show. And you've actually come on to one of our favorite segments of the show. We do each and every week. This is the boss battle. It's time for the boss battle. Let's go ahead and roll that intro and get started. That poor, poor infinite army of stat heads. Every every week, just getting pummeled to death by. They never learn. Change it up. Must, we really should. <laughs> I need not. to redo all the intros while we're on a break. All right, guys. So this is our boss battle segment. Each and every week, we run a topic, we debate it, and then you guys discuss it and let us know who you most agree with at home. Uh, this week's topic is: What is your top three best sports movie list? We're gonna run down. Our number three, number two, and number one sports movie. Uh, and then you guys at home are going to get to vote uh, on what you think is the winner. Popsicle Willie says that wasn't an intro. It's a short film. Hey, you know what? It, I'm glad that someone can appreciate our art. It's true. Um, <laughs> all right. So let's move in. Top three best sports movies. Uh, who wants to go first this week? Anyone like like really like key like on this topic? That, like, I, you know, I, you know I, what? I'll do it. I'll do okay. it. Okay. I'll go first. All right. Number three, Caddyshack. Classic okay. comedy movie. Love it. Number two, Mighty Ducks. Which one? The OG? Number one. Number yeah, one. the OG Mighty Ducks. Love that movie. Number one, this is probably what's going to make me lose this because probably no one's seen this movie, but it's amazing. It's called Sugar. came out in 2008. Follows a Dominican Republic immigrant playing minor league baseball in middle America and his journey, like trying to achieve the dream. It's a great movie. No one knows it, so I'll lose, but it's the best sports movie of all time. Okay. Hey, could be wrong. It's okay. <laughs> AJ, okay, no. AJ, who you got? <laughs> or you want okay. me to go first? I, I don't get you the way. So I'm going to do, I, originally my number three was, uh, Mighty Ducks, but number two, because that's the one where they introduced Keenan Thompson. Yes. And, and the Knuckle Puck. So, so that's just a better Mighty Ducks, in my opinion. It's new and improved. Uh, and it's patriotic. Number that's two. That's problem with it, really. Iceland sucks. <laughs> number two. Sorry, Icelandic fans. Dodgeball. Because dodgeball is a sport 
and that movie got me into my like actual collegiate sport where I was a captain. Dodgeball, yes. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Uh, if you can dodge traffic, you can dodge a ball. If you can dodge traffic drunk, that's when you can really dodge a ball. Uh, that's the DePaul Blue Demons motto right there. And then number one is the best sports movie ever, Space Jam. Oh, oh the OG with MJ, of course. Oh, yes. Yeah, no, LeBron's is LeBron. not good. It, <laughs> it is not we, good. We treat the second Space Jam like we treat the second Karate Kid. We don't talk about it. There is gotcha. no second one. All right. Number three. To me, it could go either way between these two. Okay? And I don't think there's a wrong answer. Little Big League or Angels in the Outfield is my number three. The reason why I can't pick one over the other, Little Big League, it's about a kid who takes over his grandfather's estate and ends up owning the Minnesota Twins, and he plays a GM and then becomes a coach. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Uh, really good film. Also, Angels in the Outfield, 1994. Danny Glover, need I say more? I mean, it's 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 a classic. Um, number two. This is where I, I already know what my number one is going to be. But number two is kind of where, where like, it, it can fluctuate. Um, hmm. I've got to go with Shia LaBeouf's greatest game ever played golf movie slower pace great story brings tears to your eyes it's it's pretty 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 good uh number one number one <laughs> freddie said info be honest did you bought this how would i bought this all right number one it's gonna be a continued joke for the rest of our lives it is it's true uh, number one is Remember the Titans, hands down. Remember the Titans, best sports movie of all time. Good movie. Yeah. Now I will earn the poll. No Sandlot, throw the whole show away. Honestly, Sandlot is is up there for sure. It, yeah, it was one I struggled with, the two. I like I Sandlot think, a lot. I, think, I didn't want to do all baseball movies. Mid. I don't like Sandlot. Sandlot's great, but I don't think it beats uh, Little Big League or... Uh, Angels of the Outfield. What's your best baseball movie aside from the one you mentioned, Frosty? Oh, it's definitely Sandlot. Sandlot? I also like Bull. I also like Bull Durham a lot too. It's one of those two. Ooh, Afro All, says a league of their own. Ooh. Also a great movie. Yeah, Basketball. If I had to pick one, Basketball is amazing. Yes. Not a big baseball uh, Major fan. Major League with Charlie Sheen. We got Major Bro, League is how good. How did yeah. I forget Moneyball? Moneyball is amazing too. Oh yeah, Moneyball is good. Moneyball yeah. is good. Yep. Ready or I was, can't say Moneyball. Yeah. I was half expecting you guys to Get be like... Get your votes in here, y'all. Creed 1, Creed 2, Creed 3. Dude, I'm not going to lie. There was a point in my life where Moneyball is what I fell asleep to for like two years straight. Like every night, I'm watching Moneyball. Like I don't care. I love that movie. It was super good. Um, But I don't know if it's top three all the time. I think I was just like in a season where I was like... Yeah, I like this movie, but it's definitely not. If you're talking about sports with the best movie collections, though, baseball wins hands down. Oh, dude. The, the body sports? of work of baseball movies. Baseball, yes. I agree with you. There are better baseball movies than there are anything else. Yeah. In, in terms of sports. AJ, why, what you white man can't jump. You got Space Jam. You got uh, Love and Basketball. There's so many great basketball movies. Love I can keep basketball. going for a right. Not, not to mention, what's that one movie with Adam Sandler that he just did uh, for Netflix? Oh, yeah. Uh, Hoosiers was also really good. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, I, I, I still think baseball is better, but it's close. You got Coach like, Carter. You Coach got Semi Pro. You got The Way Back. You got Glory Road. Hustle That's is the one you're talking about. Hustle. Yeah, hustle, we, could do, we could do this all day with both of these. It's true. Says Kevin we got Air Bud. <laughs> Air Bud. Uh, Okay. That, that's rookie. why all high school the rule rookie. books have Bro. no like Mike now. more than a game. Come on, honestly, we should do a. We need to have um, high school musical. Freddie, <laughs> Air- dude, that's stretch. Freddie, uh, we need to have Freddie Airmill help us create a. That's a basketball like, movie. Sixty-four seed sports movie bracket, and like have oh all of the FC SE vote on it. That'd be awesome. 
the Airbud entire series is your top ten. Boom. <laughs> this is Freddie Airmill. Oh man. All right. Well, guys, he's a good take, boy. He uh, deserves it. Looks it looks like I take this dub. I don't know. I it's interesting. Botted. Uh, That's because they all voted before you said your second movie. They did. Before and I then, said my second and movie. then everyone was disappointed. They're like, yeah, they're just like, ah. Oh. Hey, but my number one, I think, honestly, Remember the Titans is number one. My it's Remember a great the movie. Titans is a good one. Yeah, no. it's a, good it's a great movie. Yeah. Uh, I will say one movie that we didn't talk about. Uh, Jason Wright on YouTube said Kevin Costner sports movies. Draft Day is super underrated. I watched. I'm not a fan of it. it was you don't fun, like man. it. I was going to say fine. Kevin Costner as a whole. He's like uh, he's mid actor. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning into the show. Again, this is the N4K show where each and every Tuesday night, live at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, we run you through the sports, video game news, and entertainment news you need to know about, give you comments, opinions, and you guys can interact live with us each and every week on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Also, make sure if you don't catch us live, like Jason Wright, It's Jay Spacely, Freddie Airmail, and Popsicle Willie did this week, you guys can catch us on podcast services wherever you get your podcasts we hope that you guys have a great night thanks for joining the show we will see you back here the second tuesday of may as we are taking again a hiatus we'll be back on may 9th so i hope to see you all right here on may 9th uh but keep it right here on fan control sports and entertainment we've got a lot of great shows this week including don't cause a ruckus happening every wednesday the fan control show on thursdays and we even got a new show on Mondays now. Back to work. So you guys can tune into that live as well. But until next time, hope you guys have a great night. And remember, power to the fans. This has been a presentation of the Fan Controlled Sports and Entertainment Podcast Network. If you'd like to create a podcast or live stream show with us, please reach out at content at fcf.io.